Hi and welcome to Art Juice. This is honest, generous and humorous conversations to feed your creative soul and get you thinking. And this week is just me, Louise Fletcher. As you know, Alice and I are experimenting with different formats on the podcast and we agreed that we would make some solo ones and just see how they go. So this is very different, but rather than have an empty week, I thought I have something I'd like to talk about. So I thought I would pop in and talk about it. So without further ado, let's crack on. I want to ask you a question and the question is in the title of this podcast. What do you think is wrong with you? And more importantly, what do you think is wrong with your art? Because the thing is, most of us have an internal dialogue telling us what we should change about ourselves and what we should change about our work. That internal voice says things like, you're too loud or you're too shy. You're too colorful or you're not colorful enough. Your work is too careful or you're too loose. You like fluorescent colours when you should like things that are muted. You like painting flowers when you should like abstracts. You like drawing but real artists paint. You're too sensitive. You watch too much reality TV. You don't read enough books. You're too fat. You're too thin. You're too old. You're too young. You cry too much. You laugh too loud. Good God, people. Can we just give ourselves a break? For some of us... This is just voices in our own head. Nobody else is is, uh, echoing them. Nobody else is saying these things. We're just saying it to ourselves. For other people, it's made worse when somebody outside you says the same thing. So perhaps you feel like you might be a little bit too something and then someone that you know or or even worse, someone that you care about agrees with you and tells you you're too loud, you're too shy, you're too fat, you're too thin, you're too colourful, you're too bland. Then you've got your own critique and evidence from the outside that other people agree. But here's the thing, unless you are consciously and deliberately hurting other people, unless there are actual bodies buried in your garden, you are okay just as you are. You are okay if you make paintings in wild, bright colours when all your friends make subtle paintings. You are okay if your work is realistic and you're okay if it's abstract. You're okay if you are different from everyone at your painting club. You're okay if you lead every conversation and you're okay if you rarely speak up. You're okay if you're a size 18 and you're okay if you're a size 6. You're okay. Other people can choose whether you or your art is to their taste. Other people can choose whether they want to hang out with you. But their choice will be based on their preferences, their life experience, their personalities. It has nothing to do with you. And it took me so long to learn this. It took me so long. For most of my life, I disliked myself. I felt I was too sensitive. I was always crying at the slightest thing. I felt I was too intense because I'd often been told I was too much inside my own head. I thought I got too passionate about things and I talked too much about things I loved. I thought I was too shy with strangers but too bossy with friends. Trust me, you can be both. But now I accept myself. You know, maybe I am all those things, but 
I accept myself. I welcome in people who like me and my work. And I try and offer a cheery smile to those who find me annoying or who don't like my art. Here's how I reframed those things that I felt were wrong with me. I'm sensitive and I'm intense and I tend to live inside my head. I get really passionate about things I love. I go all in and I talk about them all the time. I can be shy with strangers, but I'm a natural leader and that comes out when you know me. Do you see the difference? I'm still the same person. I just accept myself as I am. I'm just not beating myself up. Now, I am not perfect at this. There are things about myself that I still am working on accepting, but I have made massive headway. So if someone was to tell me you are too sensitive, my answer would be I am sensitive but the two is in your head. That's your belief. Yes, I am sensitive. I like being sensitive because I know that my flaws are actually gifts. I am sensitive, daydreamy and introverted because I am an artist. I am sometimes bossy because I am a leader. I like being an artist and I like being a leader. Therefore, why would I criticize myself? But the answer is, I know why I do, because as a child, being an artist and a leader were neither was acceptable. Being an artist wasn't even something people, anyone in my family or my circle would even think about or understand. I mean, people were just not artists. So any creativity or sensitivity or, you know, being quick to cry or getting very passionate about things, that just seemed weird in my circle. And no one in my family would have said, oh, well, she's just artistic. That that just wouldn't have been a thought. Bossy, they did know. So as a child, I was always being told I was too bossy. And I am sure that we have to tell our children, we have to kind of rub off the rough edges and we have to stop them from bossing other children about and so on. But I was a natural leader. Nobody ever said to me, it's not good to boss all your friends around all the time. You're doing it because you're a leader and that's a wonderful thing. But here's some of the ways that you could perhaps tone it down a little bit. They just said, stop being so bossy, which in a child's mind means stop being yourself and start being someone else, which I very quickly did. I was very obedient and figured out that people didn't like me that way. So I hid all those parts of myself for a long time and if they ever popped out I would berate myself and push them back again. And why am I talking about this on an art podcast? Because of course our art is ourselves. When we are highly critical of ourselves we are highly critical of our art. We can't be ourselves and express ourselves fully if we deny who we are. So it's really important to accept yourself because it's the only way you're going to make the genuine, authentic art that is meant to come from you. And many of you already do. So if you're listening to this saying, well, I don't criticize myself all the time, good for you. I mean, that is fantastic. Maybe like me, you've worked really hard at it over a long time, or maybe you were raised in a way that always gave you that inner confidence. But if you were, know that lots of people do not have that. 
So let me give you something to try. If you tend to beat yourself up or it, or if you tend to dismiss your artist preferences, and let me just go on a slight tangent about why this is so important. So if you don't accept yourself, you will dismiss the things you love. You will say, I love painting flowers. That's the thing I absolutely love, but real artists paint abstractly. So I am going to push myself towards abstraction and just push down my desire to paint flowers. Or vice versa, you may say, I absolutely love painting abstracts, but I don't think anybody buys abstract paintings where I live. So I'm painting these nice landscapes that look realistic. I don't really enjoy them, but I'm doing it because I think that's what other people want. Or you will push down your preferences because you think real artists do it differently. So I absolutely love drawing in pencil, but real artists use paint, so I have to paint. Or I absolutely love representational portraits, but real artists, they do disrupted realism. They do semi-abstract portraits, so I have to go in that direction. So if you tend to either beat yourself up or dismiss your own preferences, or both, I want you to make a list. I want you to write down all your self-criticisms in black and white. And the reason it's important to write them down is often thoughts come and go and we don't even notice them. But if you write it down, it's right there in front of you. You can't hide from it. You know that's what's in your head. And then I want you to imagine just for now that the things you've written on the list are good things. Imagine why each one might be a positive. So let's look at an example. So say your criticism of your own work is my art is too precise and realistic. Your explanation might be this is because I observe and care about details. I'm neat and tidy. I've always kept my home neat and tidy. I care about getting things right and that has always served me well. So now you can look at that and say and fully accept yourself by integrating the critique with the good things. I am a detailed person who likes to get things right and this has made me very good at X, Y and Z. Bravo for me. Then and only then when you are fully accepting of yourself as a detailed person can you consider whether it's time for a change. Often there actually is no need to change. You can simply double down on who you really are. So you might say, actually, I want to go even more precise and even more realistic with my painting. I want to become a hyper-realist because I realize that my love of details and my love of getting things right is my great strength as an artist. And so I'm really going to make that my life's mission to become as good at that as possible. But let's say you decide you really do want to loosen up in paint or learn to use more muted colours. Now you can approach that from a place of self-acceptance. You don't have to think there's anything wrong with you. You just want to experience something new. So you can say, I tend towards detail in my painting because I've always been very detailed and cared about details in my life. But actually, I want a different experience in paint. 
So I'm going to try and branch out from that and I'm going to try and loosen up. Maybe I'm going to take some classes or maybe I'm just going to practice on my own, set myself some challenges, but I'm going to work on bringing this different element into my work. I think it'll be really interesting. Do you see how that's different from saying, my work is too detailed, too realistic, what's wrong with me, good painters are loose, I should be looser. It's a much more accepting, friendly, nurturing place to be with yourself and you will be much more able to make the changes you need to make from that place. If you try to make those changes without self-acceptance, you just it's like building a house on dodgy foundations. You're trying to change because you think you are somehow inherently wrong. You are comparing yourself to others who don't have your life or your genes or your personality. And then you're telling yourself that there's something wrong with you. And why I wanted to record this podcast is to say, you are never wrong you are just you. There may be things you want to tweak, there may be things you want to bring into your work that isn't there now, but there's nothing wrong with you how you are now. And the more you can accept yourself, the more your work will become unique because you are a unique person. You have this combination of personality traits and upbringing and life experience that has made you into this person who will never exist again on this planet in exactly the same way. And if you can make art from a true place of self-acceptance, truly knowing who you are and what you prefer and what you care about and what you're interested in and what you want to pursue and what you want to express, then it cannot help but be unique because you're the only you. You're going to make the only art you can make. And when you make unique art like that, other people are drawn to it because it's something they have not seen in quite that way before. And we do not want to see the same kind of painting over and over again. We want to see something different and unique and interesting, something only you could make. So understanding that you are, there is nothing wrong with you, that you are you and that is fine just as it is, and that you accept yourself the way you accept other people, that will allow you, it will put you in the position to be able to make that honest, authentic art that other people will be drawn to. You are always good enough, just the way you are. So I hope you'll go and have a go at this exercise if this is a problem that you have. As I say, it's something I struggled with for a long time, But learning to accept myself has made it so easy for me now to accept my own art. Doesn't mean that I love every painting that I make. Doesn't mean that I sit here patting myself on the back. Far from it. But it means that I accept the bad paintings in just the same way that I accept the good ones. I enjoy the process of expressing all the different parts of myself. And I can do that because... I just accept what what comes out of me as something that was meant to be, not as something that I need to change or do in any kind of different way. I can admire artists that are different from myself. I can sometimes think, oh, I wish I could paint like that. But really I don't because I just want to be me. I want to get better and better and better at being me. And that's what I think it's all about for artists. 
So not sure how helpful this has been, but I hope it has been at least interesting. Do let me know in the comments when this is posted. It will be on my website and of course on my Facebook and on my social media. Just drop by or send me an email through my website and let me know what you think about this idea and whether you discovered anything when you do the exercise about writing out your criticisms and then reconsidering. That's it for me. We'll be back again soon. Happy creating. Bye.